0: What is up, everybody? Hey, guys. I love this intro. Me too. Give it a minute.
1: Just dance with us for a minute.
0: Ah. That's so fire. I know. Welcome. So to our, our little system here, because we could never make that. Nope.
1: <laughs> we are not creative enough. Mm-mm. We play no instruments. I play the recorder. I take it back.
0: Actually, I've never played an instrument in my life. Uh, ukulele. I tried. Yeah. But, anyways... Welcome back to the Are You Good podcast. Are you good? No. Oh, no, good, because pff, I'm not either. Uh, we're literally unhinged, and if you're listening, you probably are too. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, actually, it's yeah. going to be complete opposite of how we intro this. It's yeah. going to be a little bit more serious. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, we're in kind of a, uh, a little silly mood, so yeah. we'll see how serious we can make it. But yeah. it's a serious topic. Yes. Something that we've both, you know, gone through and mm-hmm. talked about, mm-hmm. very open about it. Yes. Um, if there was a drum roll button, we had to do a drum roll, but I'll just do the air horn button. I thought there was a drum roll. No. We're talking about depression. Depression. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't used those in such a long time, like <laughs> in the podcast, but yeah. Yeah. We are going to talk about this because we mm-hmm. feel like obviously we've been in kind of like a more mental health series which Mm -hmm. is the whole goal of what we wanted our podcast to be about yes but bringing light to the situations
1: at least talking about things that are normal but yeah people like to keep it hush hush yeah so our
0: vision is are you good this is a safe place that doesn't require the social standard of having it all together we are just two people navigating through this life which is not always good And our mission is to help others feel more comfortable with being honest and vulnerable with themselves in Mm -hmm. a world that makes people feel insecure being their authentic self. Because authenticity isn't always pretty. Right. And the world and social standard in today's generation has made this false advertisement that being authentic is always pretty and perfect and Mm -hmm. put together when in reality it's really not. Sometimes it's
1: ugly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So today... Whitney and I Mm -hmm. are going to talk about, you know, obviously what depression is, how we've experienced it, and what we've also done to get Mm -hmm. out of those depressive episodes or like severe Mm -hmm. months of being in it. But before we start, we want to say that you must not rely on the information on this podcast as an alternative to medical advice from your doctor or therapist. If you have any specific concerns about your mental health, you should consult your doctor and you Mm -hmm. should not... Delay seeking medical advice or treatment for your mental health because of information on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Please, 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 if you're actually having serious, you know, thoughts of um, depression, suicide, anxiety, and you really think that you need help, don't just listen to us. Yeah. You know. Get help. Yeah. Get help because help is important and it does not make you weak mm-hmm. to admit that you need help.
1: It's actually incredibly brave to be able to. It's
0: very vulnerable.
1: Yeah. to And to be able to ask for help when sometimes you don't even want to receive it. Yep. There, It's, I, I commend you. I've been there. I understand. Yep. I understand. I have,
0: I've been <clears throat> where you can admit, but I've also had my parents pull me into counseling, mm-hmm. you know, when you don't want to admit it and. Yeah. I must say that it was not fun having someone pull me into something that I didn't want to admit to. It's, it was so much easier. It was scary to admit it, mm-hmm. but it was so much easier when I was able to because there's so much freedom right? in knowing Absolutely. that. So <clears throat> I guess we can just start off by reading what depression is. Mm-hmm. Whitney, did you get this off of a website? or? Just uh, yes. Okay. It
1: was actually from a medical – this is the medical – Um, definition definition of depression
0: now mind you um i did school online for most of my life so if i can't read i apologize
1: (laughs) i'll help you (laughs) (laughs)
0: thanks depression major depressive disorder is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel the way you think and how you act fortunately it is also treatable depression causes feelings of sadness and or a loss of interest in activities you once enjoyed and it could lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems that can decrease your ability to function at home or at work Mm -hmm. or in social settings yes in life in general yeah um And right off the bat, like we said, if you or someone you know needs support now or needs help, Mm -hmm. please, 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 please call or text the number 988 or chat at Mm -hmm. 988lifeline.org. Yeah, we we are very big advocates on mental health and it hits close to home. So we really want to be intentional on understanding that it's okay to get help and you need you need to get it.
1: Yeah. Depression is hard and Mm -hmm. and it sucks. And it's honestly, it's probably one of the worst things that I have gone through. But I will say, and as cliche as this is going to sound, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, And I think the biggest thing that comes with depression is shame. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, there is a lot of good things that happen, and and we've talked about this before. You know, people say, "Oh, if you're a Christian, you know, how can you be depressed?" Well, I just want to say that um, even King David in the Bible mm-hmm. um, struggled with depression, and God called him a man after His own heart. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Himself had feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and when when Lazarus died, even Jesus though He could, wept. yes, even though He could <laughs> raise him from the dead, and He did, right, His first natural reaction was, was to cry. Weep. Yep. And it is okay, and it is not something that you have to be ashamed of. And I think that's the biggest thing that came on me. Mm-hmm. when I walked through that and, and and honestly sometimes I still teeter the line yeah but shame yeah um and just it, it was just embarrassing like oh my god here she comes again the girl with all the feelings <laughs> you yeah. know and what was me but um I just I I understand so please do not feel ashamed mm-hmm. and we're here to talk about it and um clearly you all know that I've been down this highway and I know what it's like to feel numb and to be miserable and irritable. That that's a side effect that a lot of people don't Sensitive. want to talk yes.
0: Just like short fuse.
1: Yes. I mm. m- when I was really depressed, my anger was whew, mm-hmm. ugly. Ugly.
0: Mm. I have a list of symptoms. Do you want me to read them? Yeah, b- please. B- yeah, before go, we go yeah. into like our own experiences. Absolutely.
1: Go right ahead. Um
0: it says that Depression symptoms can vary from mild to severe and can include... Now, again, if we list these and you think you have all of them, please don't automatically assume that you're depressed. Yeah. You know, like, please don't. Okay. Anyways, feeling sad or having a depressed mood, loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed, changes in appetite, weight loss, or gain unrelated to dieting, trouble sleeping or sleeping too much, loss of energy or increased fatigue, increase in purposeless physical activity... Um, inability to sit still, pacing, hand hand jiggling, uh, slow movements or speech. these actions may must be severe enough to be observable by others, feeling worthless or guilty, which I thought was interesting, the guilty part of it. Mm-hmm. difficulty thinking, concentrating or making decisions, thoughts of death or suicide. Yes. so those are what the website <coughs> had listed as symptoms of depression. Mm-hmm. so. That's just, I think, honestly, I, for me, I've mm-hmm. probably had all of those. Same. Like, every single one.
1: And I think, for me, um, when I was feeling depressed, my biggest thing is I didn't want to burden anyone else with my depression. Mm-hmm. So I chose to suffer silently for a really long time mm-hmm. until, like, I didn't think I could take it anymore. And I started to self harm, and we yeah. and we talked about that. Um, so I get it. Um, it is not easy. Um, and you know, I guess I'll just share a little bit, which I talked about it already. So this is you know catch up, I guess, if you didn't, if you if you skipped that episode. Um, but go back and listen. Yeah, I you know um, depression it looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. I had like high functioning depression. Like Mm -hmm. I could still go out and do things and try to live a normal life. But Mm -hmm. it was the moments where I was by myself. Yeah. Um, and I also like to really distance myself. So even though I still went out and did things, I chose not to do all of the things and I pushed a lot of people away.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I also know people when, you know, when they struggle, they can't do anything, and it's literally, debilitating, yeah, it's paralyzing. just them. They can't, they can't get out of bed. So I, you know, it's like I said, it's different for everybody. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, I've gone through like two really, really big spells of it. The first, the first time, um, I, it, when I was. 18, 19, 20, that time I relied more on the medical side of help with things, medications, therapy, mm-hmm. um, and then more recently in 2020 when it came back, um, I kind of real relied on Christ more. Mm-hmm. So there are, you know, I think – what I'm trying to say, I guess, is as a Christian, it is totally okay to get medical help yes, for it's, for depression, for it's anxiety, okay. for things like that. And um, we talked about this with our anxiety episode. It, You know, the church um, as a whole, and every church is different, but as a whole, it has not been easy for people to talk about. And it hasn't been easy for people to get help with. Yeah, And <clears throat> we have found out through people reaching out to us from that last podcast episode of how they struggle with it too. And and they have felt, you know, like mm-hmm. they, you know, they couldn't really share with anybody at the church because they were in a leadership position oh, or, yeah, or dude. you know, they, or they even preached the word and it's. It's it's heartening. It's heartbreaking mm-hmm. because you know, and we we just talked about it in our comparison episode. People think that you have to have it all together, and they make you know <clears throat> they they judge themselves according to somebody else's standard of what is good, what is healthy, what is happy. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it's not good. It's not a good cycle no. to get into. No. So I um I think. For me, um, I depression felt, like, all-consuming. Um, you know how, like, when you can tell it's going to rain and the clouds look really, really heavy? That's how I felt. Like, there was such a heaviness on my chest all the time, and, like, mm-hmm. I felt like I was constantly gasping for air. Mm-hmm. And I just it's more or less like lies would come into my head. And I would believe them like, you know, nobody loves me. I'm alone. Um, You know, I'm never going to amount to anything. All of those things would just kind of like attach itself to me. And now I know that they were lies and totally the furthest thing from the truth. But when you're in that, you know, that time of darkness it feels like nothing else matters yeah and the way that i can like visualize it is like i felt like um a little canoe boat on a on the ocean in a violent storm and water is just coming in yeah. and my boat is just sinking and sinking and all that's left is my chin Or it's like above. bobbing yeah I'm just bobbing in and out of the yeah. water and it goes under and then I come up and that's kind of like I don't know if that makes any sense to any of you but that's how I can best describe it mm. and I still like even to this day like sadness will come over me mm. and then I'm like immediately like, oh my god my depression's back but i know that it's just it's a moment but i'm so like and it's just emotion yeah i'm i'm triggered by it that yeah, i like start you. to i start to prepare for the worst oh, like, oh my god for the storm yeah i'm like yeah. oh i gotta buckle down i gotta grab my you know what do i need what do i need but um i think people are really quick to um put a label on things and mm. it might just be a moment of being sad but I and I've done the therapy route and I've also done the thing where you give it over to God and I want to say this because um, this is my own like conclusion about things but the world and society has us building idols out of our trauma to try to make us think that that is a part of the healing process and I do not want My depression or my anxiety to be my identity Mm -mm. i am a person that i suffer from anxiety but anxiety doesn't have me and i think that too quick we are we we build like like i said idols out of trauma and that's that becomes our identity Mm -hmm. and i just i rebuke that that is not what i want for our podcast i don't want us to be like Yes, we're talking about these things, but that is not all that we are. That is something that we have walked through and that we've overcome mm-hmm. and that we want for all of you. We do not want people to be stuck in their place of hurting and depression, anxiety, fear, whatever whatever it will be. You're, yeah, We don't want you to be stuck and we don't want that to be your identity. So yeah. I just wanted to kind of say that. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um And yeah,
0: yeah, that's me.
1: So said,
0: um, I don't know. I always like whenever I sit and think, like when preparing for this, because we were just you know saying like Mm -hmm. we're just gonna like talk about how we've struggled with it. I it's really hard to put into words, yeah, or like summarize because I feel like sometimes Mm -hmm. it can be a day to day thing. Um, I think the first time I have ever really experienced being depressed or like drama. Um, that like had sent me down into like a depressive episode or like moment in my life was when my best friend passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about it before, but like you know, when you're fourteen, fifteen, and your friend like tragically passes away, mm-hmm. it you're it's you're so young mm-hmm. and. I mean, yeah, you're a teenager, quote unquote, but like you just don't know. And that was like the first loss that I've ever had in my life that I could vividly remember. Mm -hmm. Both of my grandpas passed away when I was super young. So it's really hard for me to mourn those losses that I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was probably the first time I've ever experienced it because she was my best friend. She, I, we rode to school together up until high school because she passed the summer going into high school, uh, and then we lived down the street from each other, so we hung out all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and our moms were best friends. You, know, it was like the perfect friendship, honestly. And so, that was really hard. That's probably the reason why I uh, left school, because we, I just I, everything fell apart from there. I lost all of my school friends. I stopped playing soccer. Uh, I started going to church, which obviously, you know, that that helped me a lot. And in that season of losing Lexi, I will say the church, uh, that's the most loved I've ever felt by the church was when she died because um, our youth pastor literally just cared so much. And... That's why I also really have a heart for youth ministry because it's in those deepest darkest moments where you literally remember, and you know your church should step up for you and your youth, and it it just makes a difference in a child's life. And I don't think I'd still be walking with the Lord if it wasn't for my youth pastor back then, um, Pastor Jordan Smucker. He uh, has a church down in Columbus now, Mm -hmm. uh, Ethos Church. So if you guys ever have the chance to go down to Columbus or like go on Instagram or like listen to, I suggest listen. He just, oh. Yeah. I, not enough things I could say about him. I like, know him. He's yeah. Good. So um, that was probably the biggest moment in my life where I've like that season. That's when I got pulled out of school. That's when I stopped going. Um, I, honestly, I was really for a while frustrated with God because like I was. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say new to the faith, but how can you not question God when your best friend sure. passes and you're 14 and 15 and you are biblically uneducated? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that was the, probably the first time I've probably ever really dealt with it. And I never really dealt with it for a while until I think I went to, to college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think probably another, like, I, it is a lot of loss that I've just, like, built up. My friend, um, a really good friend of mine, which is so funny. That's not funny, but I think sometimes when someone passes, I've experienced being on the side of a best friend that passed and being on the other side of, like, someone I don't know that passes. But, like, it hits me hard. So I, was, I had a really good friend um, that lived in West Virginia, and he had taken his life, and we never hung out. We only hung out maybe once or twice when I went to go visit Jaron in West Virginia. But um, we talked almost literally all, all the time. Like he was just the sweetest, kindest, like ball of sunshine. He just was so caring. I love his sister. We we call each other twins, Claire and I, when we when I went down there because everyone thought we looked the same. Um, and that's how I met Anthony. And so when he passed. That was, I was 18, right. and my brother had just gotten out of the psychiatric hospital, I think, like that week, and my parents were in Dubai, and I had gotten, I woke up, and I was on social media, and I noticed that a lot of people were posting about him in long paragraphs, but I just woke up, and I was too lazy to read them. and so I texted my friend, Jared, and I was like, yo, what, is everything good, and she texted me that he took his life, like that night. Or like the night before or whatever. I forget what it was. But like, you know, it was very isolating and debilitating because it's like I can't, I can't go around to my parents. I can't go out and cry and tell my brother because he just got out of something like trying to self-harm and take his own life. So how do I manage these feelings? And that stuck mm-hmm. with me for a really long time. Um, like you said, that dark cloud following mm-hmm. you. Like waking up with a thousand pounds on your chest, like mm-hmm. you know weight a blanket is good, but like seven of them is too much right um, so like that that time was very, very hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel because it's just like you get in this mm-hmm. guilty like this you know um symptoms, this guilty attitude or guilty. Mm-hmm. lifestyle of like what could I have done to do better like yeah we've struck we've we've talked about like him and I would text all the time about mental illness and how he struggled and how he's been depressed and how like I've helped him ta- I've talked about what my brother's gone through and what we've done as a family and how you yeah. know we've talked about God he's a Christian like he got the help he was a Christian and it's still like it still wrecked him and it's still it's still mm-hmm. caught up with him so it's like getting in these these unhealthy rhythms of I should have done better. I could have done better. Beat yourself up, walking around like a cloud of rain, like you said. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, more so than most recent would probably be when I was in school back in 2020, Mm -hmm. 2021. Mm -hmm. After my first semester at Highlands, when I came back, had COVID, found out that my relationship didn't work out, and I had COVID. I was sick found that out and then that just sent me to a spiral that my parents pulled me that like next year from because I think everything that I dealt with just never caught up like finally caught caught up up with it. yeah Yeah. and like hit a brick wall Mm -hmm. and so like getting pulled away from it um but like lot like it there are so many different sides of grief Mm -hmm. and and sadness you like the death of a loved one loss of a job or even the ending of a relationship whether that be significant other just like a friend. you know, it's it's normal for feelings of sadness or grief to develop in response to those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, but like you can't stay there, and yeah. that's like the one thing I've learned because I feel like a lot of the the depression and sadness that I've experienced had to do with loss, mm-hmm. and that sadness, and that overwhelming feeling of like I'm never gonna see them again. You know, what could I have done? I was a crappy friend. It catches up with you, but, in, and you gotta, you can't let yourself get into that headspace, you know? Right. But, um, it's natural to feel, we've talked about this when Whitney had the loss of her grandpa, mm-hmm. the grieving process is natural and unique to each and every single individual. Um, and some, you know, sometimes of grieving can share the same features of depression, um, which would be like intense sadness, withdrawal from usual activities, um, But you can't let yourself stay there.
1: No. No, you cannot. Mm -mm. And I... Yeah. And that's where I'm kind of at right now. Like, you know, with the loss of my grandpa, I am... I'm really sad. And I'm Mm -hmm. trying not to let those feelings um, pull me down further. Yes, I think that I am allowed to be sad. And I'm allowed to cry every single day if I want to. Yeah. But I... I'm still allowing other things to come in like joy and getting away and being with my friends. And I'm not going to feel guilty yeah, um, for being happy, even though I just, I just suffered an incredible loss that I will probably feel every day f- yeah. for the rest of my life. Oh, for sure. And I wanted to talk about when you were talking about losing Anthony, you know, I, I lost a cousin, um, to suicide, and I, um, you know, you don't ever want to believe it. Mm-mm. And after the fact, um, there were signs, and I totally missed them. Yeah, that's. And, I mean- and that is something that you know I st- I still feel guilty about. You know, mm. like as. As pe- you know, human nature—it's easy to just kind of look over things. And if somebody writes, you know, "Oh my gosh, I hate my life," you just think, "Oh, same." You know, I'm not I'm right. <laughs> you're, you're, we're not checking in because we we are on social media, and we're and I feel like we're so desensitized. I was just going to say
0: that social media has—you know—how many people will, like even at school? It bothered me so much. Oh, my gosh, if I don't do that, duh, 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 oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself.
1: Yeah. And I have like, said it.
0: Oh, I mean, we yeah. we all fall short of it, but it's just like, yeah. it's just crazy to me how normalized it is nowadays. Right. Um. I guess now, like, you know, it's because that social media has completely just, and it's almost like it, it was bound to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, Looking back now, mm-hmm. now that I know better, um, yeah. and and because I have struggled, I understand that some of the happiest people are mm-hmm. fighting some of the biggest battles. Yep. And you don't know.
0: And you have to check.
1: We don't, have to check in. I was going to
0: say, don't just, like, not check up. Don't check up on the friends. Don't just check up on the friends that are visibly struggling. Yeah. I mean, I am... testament to someone that had struggled silently Mm -hmm, me too I mean the things that I after my parents pulled me out of school the things that I had to confess to them about things that went on you know in my old situationship like the abuse and the harassment you can only cover it up for so long and but I like also like it put those little things add up and send you into something that is like way worse. And first of all, I just want to say to anyone that is, you know, has gone through that, like Whitney and I both have experienced it and we both feel for you and we love Mm -hmm. you. And if you have admitted to it and have been able to speak up about things that someone has put you through, like I'm really, we are really, really proud of you. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, you suffer silently and we are there, like we see it and we know, and it's hard and, like, my parents never would have ever thought that their daughter would have ever had to go through the things that, like, I've gone through. And you never think, like, I could go through it. Like, you, ne- you know.
1: Yeah. Like, when something sure. happens
0: to someone, you're like, oh, but that would never happen to me. Like, you mm-hmm. know, realistically, you're thinking, like, no, nah, that would never. Yeah. But, like, when it does, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know? Like, what the hell? Yeah. And in all honesty, what the hell? <laughs> Why me? Right. You know? Right. And it and it's just real feelings and it's real emotions and I don't know about you but one of the things that helped me a lot uh, was just getting outside. Yes. Like vitamin D, <laughs> the sun.
1: We were talking about that today. Like, oh, you know, we lost an hour of sleep, but <laughs> yeah. we're gaining an hour of. No, we're filming
0: when it's freaking daylight. Can you yeah, believe it?
1: I know, and I was like, oh my gosh, joy is coming back. <laughs> I just, feel it. Yeah, it's. It's incredible what the sun will do to you and And being with nature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, like we talked about, you know, her and I, we both have done counseling and. Yep. Shout out counseling. I've been on medications. I've been on supplements. Yep.
0: Supplements help me a lot.
1: Um, But I think another thing too, um, this last time I really leaned on the Lord more, more so than I ever had before and I'm gonna be very honest um you do not have to know how to pray to talk to God I literally talk to God some people would probably be offended the way that I talk to him yeah but I literally I'm I'll be like was well, good fam you know <laughs> it's hey. me <laughs> hey or you know there's been times when I have been literally mad at him mm-hmm. and I have told him straight up and he knows. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You do not have to be the most eloqu- eloquent speaker, you know. Yeah, dear Heavenly news, Father. Because news
0: flash, he already knows what you're going to say. Yeah, I come before
1: <laughs> you today. Yeah. Unhinged. I
0: mean, <laughs> I mean, if that's how you talk to him, yeah. great. But, like, don't feel – because that's how – I mean, we've talked about this. Like, yeah. we both have felt inferior before about how we've – our prayer life or just how mm-hmm. we talk to God or what our quiet time mm-hmm. with him looks like. But it just it's just the matter of – pure intention and heart and he sees that Mm -hmm. and a little can go a long way. That's the reason why they always talk about the faith of a mustard seed. Yeah. You know?
1: And I literally just, when this last time I literally just told him, God, I cannot do this again. Mm -hmm. So I am literally, I'm giving it all to you and I'm walking away Yeah. and you're going to help me because your word says you will. And your word also says that you are a man who cannot lie. So I am believing that. Yeah. And I did. And it took a lot of <clears throat> faith on my end. Mm-hmm. But also and we talked about this today before we we started recording, you also have to have action. You yeah. can't just believe for God to do something and sit back and do and nothing. And just sit back and do nothing. So mm-hmm. like while I'm praying and believing that God is going to help me, I'm also every day I'm telling myself in the mirror who I am, what yeah. I'm good at, what I love about myself. How I'm capable, and that is what got me through.
0: Yeah, those are the things yes. that you rely on. Your qu- those like those characteristics that God has called you. Mm-hmm. Like you know, words have power, and if you're speaking the right things over yourself. Yes. Like mm-hmm. there's power, there's life and death in you know in the tongue, and we yes. have to. And as Christians, and it's just people like we have to realize mm-hmm. that. Yes. Because words hurt, but also words encourage, and let us be people of encouraging words. Mm-hmm. Um because what you say to someone matters and what you say yes. to someone like whether or not you want to believe it it they'll remember what you said especially if it's something negative because mm-hmm. like I don't know about you but I don't know how many times like someone has said something to you that like was slightly negative but it's like pierced your soul mm-hmm. over like the 10 things of praise or compliments that someone has given you and it and it's hard but like that's why you at the end of the day we have to keep going back to the cross and going back to Jesus. Right. You know, going mm-hmm. back to to what he says and, and who he says we are. Because mm-hmm. like you said in the Bible, it talks about depression and how God was, did you say it was David?
1: Yeah, read Psalms. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Read read Job.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Job gets me. Job is hard to read, so start with Psalms. I know, but
0: like if you want to get down to <laughs> yeah. the nitty-gritty depress, like, uh-huh. whoo. It's waiting on God doesn't mean sitting around and just hoping waiting means believing he will actually do what he's promised and then acting with confidence. Mm -hmm. I just found that in my daily devotion. I was trying to find it. Um, You know, we wait, but we have to conquer. We wait, but we also proclaim. We wait, but we also run. We wait and we sacrifice. We wait and we give and we wait and we worship
1: Mm -hmm. waiting,
0: waiting on God is action-based and it is confident assurance of grace to come. Like, when we say we wait, like you said, we're not just sitting around and be like, well, I guess I'll wait, like a teacher right. when the bell rings. Right.
1: <clears throat> yes. And I want to, while we were talking about, I just looked up some other biblical examples of men in the Bible struggling with Sadness, or even to the point of depression. We talked about David. David literally wrote, said this to God: "Record my misery. List all of my tears on your scroll. Are they not even in your record?" And David was a man after God's own heart. Yeah. But God did not gloss over his sadness. Mm-hmm. He ex in or David didn't gloss over his sadness. He expressed it. And then you have Moses and Elijah. They mm-hmm. both confessed that they preferred to die yep. than to live in their current reality. Neither one. They were not rebuked by God, but they were met with God's love and His provision. Yep. So, and the Bible tells you over and over to confess your feelings or your sins mm. or whatever to God and He will meet you. So, I think, you know, from a Christian standpoint, it, it is okay. And
0: it's going to be okay. Yes.
1: And, you know, we as Christians, we believe that people with other conditions can be healed. I agree. And so, why why is there a stigma against uh, because, a mental illness because that because can can't also. see it. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's so, another book, or I don't even think we named the book, but there is a book um, from Pastor Chris Hodges, Out of the Cave, and it talks about the story of Elijah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good because, you know, Pastor Chris talks about how he is very open about how he was, there's a season of depression.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And how, you know, the book just is so raw and vulnerable and i think that it's very beneficial if you're struggling and you're Mm -hmm. christian to hear that side that biblical side of mental health yeah and the biblical side of depression and how to overcome it and more wisdom on top of Mm -hmm. the slight wisdom that we might have right it's always good to to learn and grow and when you're putting that action even just trying to figure out more of the symptoms you have or the depression or how serious mm-hmm. getting help like God's gonna honor it mm-hmm. um but even even if you don't really believe like there's no there there's nothing that's gonna hurt you if, if you just if you just try yeah you know
1: and I think too like you know having we talked about this before having a really good support system mm-hmm. you know believe it or not surround yourself with people that love you that care for you that want you to be better that will put help you get there without and, judgment yes and if you need more than just talking to god that is fine
0: Pfft. i need i needed more me too i mean like yes he is the one thing that sustains us mm-hmm. and gives us life he is our firm foundation and our rock but there are also things in my daily life that i know that i have to adjust in order uh-huh. to feel a certain way or to get myself out of the funk that i'm yeah. in i can't sleep in
1: Yes, there's hormonal and chemical imbalances yep. that, you know, it, if there is not a healing, then you're going to have to have supplements and things in place that make you feel better. And that is okay.
0: Yep. Like even daily habits, mm-hmm. I can't really sleep in because then I get FOMO that I've already missed half the day and it actually makes me sad and depressed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I can't, seasonal depression's a thing for me. So cloudy, <laughs> sad, dark days are literally cloudy, sad, and dark days for me. Like, yeah. I have to be, like, when I'm older, I know I'm going to be by the beach, warm weather, sunny all the time. Like, obviously, there's going to be dark days, but, like, I ain't living in Seattle. It's cloudy there all the time, and it rains there constantly. Or, like, Oregon.
1: <sighs> Put me on the Oregon Trail. I like it doom, gloomy. See, I, can't, I don't. Yeah.
0: I, I, like, I, I literally know I'll fall like into today, the worst. Like, today, like, this
1: overcast is giving me life.
0: It makes me literally want to run and hide.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: I love waking up and hearing the birds chirp in the morning. I know it's going to be a good day.
1: Yeah, oh, isn't he good? He is good. So you know, we said all of that to just say that you know it's okay to feel how you feel,
0: and medication is okay. We yes, didn't, we didn't really. I mean, we talked about it, but like just, just yeah. so we have made it clear. Mm-hmm. And God has put those people in our lives for a reason. They are tools. They are tools, but uh-huh. also if you go the holistic route, those are also... T- anything is a tool if you use it in the right way. uh uh-huh. And if you use it with medical advice, please
1: don't... Yeah, please do not take anything we say, we yeah. say as medical advice. Yeah,
0: but, like, next... I think it's next week, we have someone... Uh, we have a special guest about addiction. Yes. Um. So, that's prepare yourself for that if you're still listening. Um. It's going to be a really good episode. There's going to be a lot of raw emotion.
1: <laughs> yes. And
0: a lot of realistic things that have happened in, mm-hmm. in the life of a Christian.
1: And realistically, all of us struggle with some kind of addiction of mm-hmm. something.
0: Idolization.
1: Yeah. It says um, it in the Bible. So whether or not, you know, we're talking about like, you know, drugs and alcohol or even eating Mm-hmm. there you know a Music. lot of people yeah a lot of people struggle with addiction and the person that we're gonna have I'm not giving it away has walked through that mm-hmm. and that is probably a walk that they will walk the rest of their life yeah. you know and but we're gonna talk about it and we're really excited and oh my then gosh yeah it's gonna be good so we hope that you you know listen and um again we just want to say that you know, we, again, we love you and we're here for you. Yeah. And that is not a small thing. Uh, I know it sounds... Like a cliche, like yeah.
0: automatic, oh, we're here for you. But
1: on, we honestly, really are. we we are and we want you guys to be well, to be healthy, to get the help that you need and... Because
0: there's more to life than how we're feeling right at this moment, yeah. you know?
1: We talked about that light at the end of the tunnel. We're both living testimonies that it does get better. Yeah. And you can, you can get out.
0: And and for the rest of our lives, we'll still be able to talk mm-hmm. about it. And sometimes you can get in this moment of, like, why did it happen to me? Why did this happen mm-hmm. to me? Like, why did my life pan out the way that it panned out? And honestly, I'm so glad that it did because it gave yeah. me this sense of emotion and sensitivity to the people that, that didn't walk through anything. Sometimes they can't feel that sympathy right. or empathy towards people. And, you know... The reason why I went through it is to be able to sit here today and tell someone that is listening maybe for the first time or has been listening and just doesn't want to admit that they're struggling that it gets better. Mm -hmm. Or for whenever, like, God uses me down the road, whether that's in ministry or in the secular world, working my receptionist job, putting a smile on my face because I can recognize when someone's hurting. Like, Mm -hmm. whether it be something slight or freaking huge. Yeah. The Lord is going to use you, and if you don't, you know, have that relationship with Christ, like, you're going to find a day where someone is going to be glad that you told your story. Right. So please don't try to diminish what you've been through. Like, be proud of the things that you've walked through and the things you've accomplished, because those are things that are going to carry you through your next dark days, your next couple of dark days, because we'll have them again. Mm-hmm. But it's just a matter of how you carry yourself through and what you hold on to to get you out, you know. It's gonna get better and life is life is life is life. Yeah. It comes and it goes. It's hard and it's easy. Right. You just have to enjoy it. Yeah. With
1: your besties. Yeah. With us. Yeah. On Mondays.
0: At noon. Or whenever
1: <laughs> whenever you listen. Whenever RSS feed wants to yes. post it. And we said we were gonna talk about this, but we had two accounts on mm-hmm. Spotify. So now we just. For all the
0: three people that are listening towards the very yeah. end.
1: Hey, mom. <laughs> hey. Not my mom. She has not listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my mom and dad listen at separate Called times. Up.
1: But um, we do have, we had two accounts. Now we have one. Mm-hmm. So we will continue to post the links to, mm-hmm. you know, and help people yeah. follow us again and get that back up. But, you know, Apple's still the same, but now there's just. One Spotify account, and hopefully it will get easier. We we have no idea what we're doing. Um, we're looking for a manager. Yes, uh, but we can't <laughs> we can't pay you a so volunteer a volunteer to help us manage yeah. these things. So if you
0: want to pray that the right if, person comes in our life to manage or put us put us on the map, yeah, that would be great. Yes, and
1: you know we we're trying to figure figure this thing out.
0: Yeah. So so thanks
1: for listening. Um kind of know. just a
0: bunch of word vomit. Yeah. But someone will get something out of it.
1: Exactly. And we hope you do. And we hope, you know, you're enjoying this as much as we are. And um, we
0: hope that you're doing okay. Just genuinely. Yeah.
1: yeah. And if you're not, that's okay too. Because we sometimes aren't. Yeah. So wherever you are in the world, good morning, good day, good night. Bye. Bye.